You're listening to the Ranger Things Podcast. Things we're recording on Sunday, November 12th, 2023. I'm Carlo Montagnino, and I'm joined by give him a moment, Brendan Lyons. Hello, and Dave Pacheco. You're technically deficient ape here. As always, you can visit RangerThingsPodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to content, newsletters, and more. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Ranger Things. We'd love for you to be part of the show. So send an email to contact at RangerThingsPodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service. And if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. Let's get into it. Long week off coming up. Game 15. At New Jersey on Saturday, November 18th, a much-needed rest, I think. Um, we're currently watching the Columbus game. Yeah, we should probably let everybody know that we're we're recording this as we watch the Rangers play down to the Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, they're, they're, they're giant killers. This is David uh, versus Goliath here. Um, speaking of we're the David, We're the only giant that they kill. <laughs> Every, sure. they, they get... Every other giant kills them except for us. I don't Jesus. know. Still four but minutes it, off the second. There's a lot of hockey left. So I'm what a revolt in development. <laughs> so speaking of Dave, Dave, I, there was something you mentioned yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry, last week um, that I didn't talk about on the show, but I really wanted to. It's not hockey related, but it just perturbed me so much because my father was visiting and I brought it up to him and he just looked completely confounded. And it's your your shrimp diet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave, let's you, let's get into this. Dave, let's get into this, please. It's Dave. Can you just explain for the listeners what your shrimp diet is? Hold on. Before you explain, <laughs> before you do that, let's talk a little bit about how we discovered Dave has a shrimp diet. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, the three of us are in an ongoing text message. And one day we were not talking about diets at all. And Dave was like, Hey, does anybody want my shrimp diet? Literally out of the thin air. So of I'm, course we said, yes, I am <laughs> the king of non sequiturs. So, so, so Dave, I want you to surprise our audience. Like you surprised us with what your shrimp diet consists of. Uh, shrimp. <laughs> oh that's right he texted us out of nowhere he texted us out of nowhere and was like i just ate a whole ri- ring of shrimp a ring, a, 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 a a ring pound, and a half i ate two one, pound ring, ring of no shrimp. it was one pound four ounces shrimp cocktail ring of jumbo shrimp uh i i rarely i i barely use the cocktail sauce that's just unnecessary sugars sugar calories so so dave i i mean what what is the because what's remarkable to me and what confounded my father is the amount of shrimp that you figured out you could eat daily with yeah, no without, negative side effect without yes. being mercury poisoning. <laughs> right. Well, like it 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 has low to no levels of mercury. Um, you know, most of the mercury levels are found in like tuna, salmon, and, and things like that. Um, 
But uh, the thing you really got to watch out with with sh the shrimp diet is the cholesterol. Obviously, Mm-hmm. has has a lot more than usual, but cholesterol doesn't stick to your arteries unless you're you're consuming fats. You know, so you can consume pretty you know a good amount of cholesterol without having any fear if you as long as you're not consuming fats. And sh shrimp is a lean meat. Oh, correct. Yeah, it's, it's tons of protein, high in protein. Uh, you know, no fat. Basically, um, the only thing you have to you know watch out for are the iodine levels and things like that. But um, you can safely eat two point two five pounds a day of shrimp without any negative side effects. So you you can so you know was it work out to like you know point seven five pounds per meal, you know of shrimp, a and pound then, of shrimp three times a day. Yeah, I'm just, a I'm little just, bit less than a pound, but, you know. can I just, I'm just going to say this for legal purposes. Um, <laughs> I am not a medical professional. <laughs> Dave, disclaimer, Dave does not know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> no, I believe Dave. I believe Dave. Dave I is not, Dave is not a medical professional. Dave is not a nutritional professional. This, these are shots in the dark, ladies and gentlemen. Please do not take Dave's advice. <laughs> When it comes to how much shrimp you can and cannot safely consume inside of a twenty-four hour period, well, it, it's it's not completely in the dark. I mean, come on, we have access to the internet, which is filled with you know worlds of and worlds of information. As long as you're looking at unbiased, objective, you know, uh, you know, stats and 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 nutritional values, yeah, you, you could put together something that's not going to kill you. So, so, so here's my question. And yeah. my my dad did not have this question. My dad's question was like, "What the fuck is wrong with Dave?" I mean, does But he at this point in you know in the he was surprised. Yes, or ask that he was surprised. Like you, you surprised him. My question is: Is this some sort of like clean bulk? Yeah, it's it's like listen, I you know I'm 40 years old. I'm 240 pounds, and I eat I'm, seven pounds of shrimp a week. No. I, 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 <laughs> The only problem with this diet is I don't have the financial backing to to do it consistently to see results. <laughs> so it's really like a splurge to eat two right. pounds of shrimp in a sitting. Listen, if I wasn't married and I didn't have to deal with like you know having you know animals oh my God. to save. If I was I could, if I wasn't married, I'd be eating way more shrimp. I would I would be on this shrimp diet at least like once every two to three months. <laughs> Nice. You know, you, you do it for a month and that's all you eat and you just keep like that like uh you know, you homogenous turn, diet. You turn pink. I mean, whatever. I, I, I got a lot of, I got a, a decent amount of melanin in my skin, so I tan well in the summer. So it's true. So like a more of an auburn. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And then you know, I'll give I'll give a color that you know most people haven't seen anymore, and they'll be like, "Wow, look at this guy! He's radiating. He looks irradiated." This motherfucker's purple. Um, <laughs> so, so, all right. Well, I think for the audience, you are a pretty fit guy. You're you're health conscious. So this is like you know this is probably a part of that, right? Uh yeah. I I mean I try to be, but but like I said, you know, financial constraints, you know, withstanding. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard nowadays, you know, you know, since this, since the seventies, our food has been slowly poisoned by, you know, uh, corporations and things like that. But let me not, let me not get too into that, into the weeds with that, with everybody. With that said, go to rangerthings.com and subscribe today and Dave can eat more shrimp.
please, we need subscribers. Please fund my shrimp diet. I want to make. A, it. We need a we need a patron so Dave can. <laughs> So live his shrimp dream. Listen, I will be your, if anybody that has any reservations about this, I will be the human guinea pig and I'll let you know how well it works or doesn't work. But I'm telling you, it's gonna work. Just give me the money to <laughs> please. All right. Well, um so more about Dave's woes, and I hate to bring this up right now, Dave, but Ottawa is not looking very good. I mean, yeah. I mean, what are we? The Fourteen games into the season. I mean, we are. Oh, Rangers tied it up. Did they? No, they. I think. Sorry, folks. We're doing it live. Sorry, it, they're reviewing it now. It might okay. have snuck in. That might have Cooley, baby. He might have snuck that in. Ooh, I picked up Cooley today. Good call. Um, hold on, everyone. We're just watching the review now. This looks like it might be in. Let's see. Unless, unless they're gonna uh, press the screw the Rangers button. No, you can't see the puck over the line. There's and no, it wasn't no, it wasn't called on the ice then. It wasn't called on the ice. Yeah, you can't. There's no definitive proof. Ah, uh, scum. Whoop! That angle. Mm, I need the overhead. The other the in net overhead or whatever. Which which just go but this goes I, back. The, the shot. Oh, it's in there. It's in the net. Hell the yeah, dude. got in front of the camera to call no goal, and then he scooched over just enough to fucking show the puck in the net. The ref got in front of the camera. This is how bad this league sucks. Look, right there. Boom. His whole body's in the net. Yeah, His entire body is in the net. That's in the net. That's a goal. Oh, they're they, going to call it back, though. If I they mean, call that's... this back, I'm going to – I'll. I'll end this podcast right but, now. But, but that it's is always, – It's always – that That's clearly behind the fucking line. Our listeners can't see it, guys. Let's talk about Dave Vaughn. All right. All right. So – <laughs> All right, we're just invested in this. We, we're playing the worst <laughs> team in the NHL right now. Um, so, Dave, Ottawa looks awful. Wait, no, they're not playing Ottawa. No, no, no. So, well, this is my point. I wanted to, I wanted to shit on you a little bit for the Ottawa pick, but they're the last team, the worst place in the division, last place in the division. But the Pacific Division is literally keeping Ottawa afloat right now because they are such dog shit that Ottawa is actually looking pretty good they're just in the best division in hockey right now yeah. right it's a good thing that i the bet wasn't ottawa will finish last place in the league right <laughs> smart thinking they'll so. just finish last place in the division <coughs> so, Part so, of guys. so dave any any uh idea where you're going to take brendan for his stake well he he suggested um um, I don't know. I'm up in the either you said that place in Brooklyn. Yeah, either Di Stefano's in Brooklyn, or maybe we'll go to Keens. Oh, Keens! I heard they got a mean mutton chop there. They do that. That mutton chop is oh my god, that's good. It's very good. You gotta you gotta ask for the wine pairing that night. Oh, of course. When you have the mutton, when that mutton chop, you need a glass of wine with it for sure. I, I mean, we're going to figure out where we're going to go. It, it, it doesn't matter to me, um, win or lose. I mean, obviously, f- for pride's sake, you know, I, I want to be right. But I'd be more than happy to to buy my friend, my uh, one of my best friends, uh, a steak dinner for calling Ottawa to be last in the division. I mean, but again, like the instinct is not wrong because compared to a lot of the league, they are better. 
I think, see, I truly think if they make a goalie trade or they get somebody, bring somebody up from the AHL, if they have anybody um, available, I think that's going to change them drastically. And the games that they're losing, they're going to be winning because they're not a bad team. They're not a bad team. They're, they're, just, they're playing through it. They're, it's just, and again, the division is crazy. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's get to the Rangers. Um, before we get the, to actual... The, the New York Rangers? The Rangers of New York? They're the New York Rangers, yeah. New York Hockey uh, Rangers. But before we get into the hard stuff, hey, guys, they're wearing new a new navy blue gloves and helmets at practice. What's this about? I know. I know. This is very, very exciting. This is, uh, I think... Well, I, I know this is a sign that a third jersey and or... Uh, the stadium series jersey is like in route. I'm not sure yeah. why they'd be. It's the the helmets, the helmets, the gloves, the socks. Something. It's like it's clearly different. Something's yeah. different. Is is so. is it the same blue that those jerseys that leaked came a couple looks weeks like ago? It. Like it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I, I mean that those gotta be stadium series jerseys, right? I don't know. Is there gonna be a third jersey and a stadium series jersey? In the same year, well, they you they know, only could... they only wore blue though, like you know, blue for for home in the in the in the outdoor game like once though, right? And that was the heritage jersey, the 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 New York uh, had... diagonal down the front. Yes, um, they weren't technically at home though, but no, they're, they're not they, allowed. They, to yeah, play. they're yeah, they're, they're not allowed to play home games outside of the Garden, but right. doesn't mean they can't have a blue jersey. Right, right, right. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's two hundred and thirty-five dollars that I'll probably spend the second the jersey's released. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, just picking, just picking who I'm gonna get a jersey of, right? Probably Truba. We'll see. I haven't decided. What well, What was the last defenseman's jersey you got? Me. I got. I, I got, a, I both, got both, a, both of you guys. I got a. I think I have a McDonough <clears throat> jersey. I have a Foxy. Oh, I got right. a Fox jersey, yeah. I have a Bookaboom and I have a McDonough, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a McDonough also. I think it's time for me to maybe to get another defenseman jersey. If if you don't get the Truba, that is, uh, I think I, I might have to pull the trigger. Get the Truba, on man. We're, we're practically in different time zones. This is true. Yeah. You can both oh, have oh, the Truba. Hold on, the colon, the colon, if it's a goal or not. And live. On 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 the scene, no goal. Wow! And once again, the officiating officiating fucks the Rangers over. <laughs> fuck the Rangers. The fuck the Rangers. The button has been pressed in Toronto. Wow! Wow! I'm a little aggravated. Everyone's aggravated. Laviolette's pretty pissed. I don't understand why. Like, why this league hates teams that make it money? I just I don't get it. And, and not even that. Like. Just teams that are successful, like the Rangers, thirty-five percent on the power play, and now they don't get penalties called in their favor. It's like you don't you want goals scored? Isn't that what you think ratings are? Like it's not right. as important as that's not as important as parity, Carlo. Oh, we need Columbus to fucking which sells out their games anyway. We need them to like look pretty halfway decent. This is fucking bullshit. This this league's a clown show. Fucking well, the period's about to end. Um, let's let's get into the real real range of stuff. Hey, they're as it stands at the moment, they're 10 2 and 1. 
That feels pretty good, man. I've just, I've just reserved. I've, I've just come to terms with the fact that like we're gonna lose this game tonight. There's some. I, I don't know. It's for some reason we cannot beat the Columbus Blue Jackets, and I don't. And it's not. It's not even their fault. It's not even their fault. Oh, like earlier, earlier in the first period, Jacob Truba got called for defending himself against Adam Fantilli. Jacob Truba had a clean hit. Adam Fantilli came at him, and Jacob Truba just put his hand out and duffed Fantilli in the face. That happens about seven hundred times a game in the mm-hmm. NHL. Yep. Two minutes for roughing Jacob Truba, which is which is absurd because they're trying to the. Yes, they've been calling the instigator penalty, you know, more and more often. But like, why aren't they preparing? Like, it's a it's a natural instinct to know when you, in this day and age, when you make a clean hit, somebody's gonna come after you. So what? You're just gonna sit there and wait for them to punch you first? That's fucking insane. And he's just like, if you come at me, I'm gonna put my hand up in front yeah. of myself. You yeah, I mean? create yeah. distance. Well, it's Fantilli, third overall pick. We got to protect him. We got to—he's the future of the league. And Truba is just the captain of the biggest money maker yeah. in the league, guys. Tr- Truba should have just dropped his glove and punched Fantilli's face in. That's what he should have done. That would have been awesome. But yeah, he would have got—he got five games for that one. You know what I mean? It's. But despite know. tonight, which we don't know yet, is still a period left to play. Look, doesn't look good. Uh, I mean, the Rangers are ten two and one. They've got points in nine straight games. Uh. They're, and they're 2 0 oh, 1, not counting tonight, without their number two center, their number one defenseman, and probably and, best and, player. And probably best player and the greatest goalie in the league. That's pretty yeah, good. I mean, it's only three games, but they have not, I, they have not taken the step back that I expected them yeah. to. Yeah, tonight aside, this team, you know, what did we talk about? We said uh, 20 available points. You know, getting ten points is, is success is a mm-hmm. success story. I mean, they're halfway there. Yeah. You know, um, and they get a week off after this game. This this what is the definition of a fucking trap game? Um, they get a week off after this game. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to complain about. There's not a lot to talk about. I mean, yeah. I mean, hopefully, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of things. I'm hoping lot Hedo comes back after right away after the break. No, I'll tell you what I would like to talk about. I would like to talk about fucking we need to erect a statue of Chris Drury in Times Square for if if for if for no other reason that this guy inked a deal with Gustafson for eight hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, this is single handedly the best free agent signing like bang for buck free agent signing I have ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Gustafson is. I mean, we all knew he was good. I don't know how we got him for that low. Is it just, ten point ten points in fourteen games? Good. I mean, he's been pretty good. Ten points in fourteen games is probably overachieving at this point for him. In this point and, in his career, I'll say. And, and he's like the youngest, the younger of the four free agent signings they made, right? In the off season. Yes. Yeah. By 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 not much, but enough. Was he like thirty three or thirty four or something? Um, I don't have the exact age. Let me, let me I'll get, I can pull it up. But I think you know, the, in terms of the free agency, so, the free agent signings, we all got very excited because we thought they were all going to be good. Obviously, Wheeler sucks. 
Um, yeah, he's trash. He, yeah, he got his first point, but he got his first goal first too, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, he's thirty-one. Goal, he's thirty-one. Okay, yeah. So significantly, because I think maybe Petlick might be near that or above, like just above that or something. But I mean, like of all these times, Gustafson looks like the a, a genius level move. Five D chess, right there. Like, it might be the best free agent signing of the in the league this season. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's yeah. hard to argue against that. Yeah. Do- dollar dollar per production? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I want to read you a quick statistic that has nothing to do with Eric Gustafson, though. Okay, uh, yeah. Sorry to, to change channels. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, really fast. Um, in 38 attempts, uh, Toronto has never given the Rangers a goal on a review. We are 0-38. Is that true? As of tonight. Yep. Wow. Shit. Something smells rotten in Denmark. Fuck. I mean, this league sucks ass. Like, let's be honest. Should we stop following the NHL? I I don't. Should we? Should we become a heart like a Hartford Wolf Pack? No, I just I just don't support them. You know, any more than I have to to watch a Ranger game. Well, we're all gonna buy the new Rangers jersey. Uh, yeah. was right, like, we already right. are doing it. Oh, yeah, speaking of the fucking true. Hartford Wolfpack, we lost our coach today. Oh, oh yeah. yes, to the Edmonton yeah. Oilers. Hey, not yeah, to the yeah to the fucking trash heap of a hockey team that is the Edmonton Oilers. And what a sad story that is over there. Uh, that's <laughs> the happiest story I've ever heard. <laughs> what, what, what if, if I the had kids, that, that turns them around? That's not that's not ever gonna happen, Dave. That's never gonna happen. What, uh, you wanna know why? Because fire? because Chris Knobloch isn't a goalie. That's why he's not gonna be the catalyst. Oh, that's, in terms of that's true. There's a very clear reason why they suck, and it has nothing to do with Dave. anybody but Jeff Skinner and fucking Campbell. Now, well, I mean, go ahead, Dave. Do you think there's a chance there could be a swap from Ottawa to Edmonton for goalies? That, would, it, it, that helps nobody. It's, it's two teams with shit goalies. I mean, it, it, it could it just a change of scenery, just having that. It it could you know stranger things yeah. have happened. I think I think what Edmonton. I mean, Ottawa would win that trade because they actually have a defense. Mm-hmm. Edmonton does not. That's the other. That's the other side of the equation here for Edmonton is they don't have a defense. They have one, maybe two wing, uh, lines. Worth of players, no defense, no goaltending. The coach, I mean, it's a fine coach. Coach anywhere and be successful. You don't have the personnel to do it. You never had the personnel to do it. You overachieved because McDavid and Drysidle decided to put the entire fucking uh what are they in Canada? Province on their back. <laughs> like it's and it's not sustainable. And there I cannot wait until next season. When at the deadline, McDavid's a Ranger. I don't think it's gonna happen. Wait, I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen at the deadline. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think McDavid. I think McDavid is going to leave. It's gonna be a Johnny Gaudreau situation. I think they're gonna try to trade him, but the package, no team is gonna, no team is going to give up that amount, knowing, yeah, knowing that McDavid's not gonna sign. Yeah, that's true. So we got to wait two years for McDavid and one year for Drysidle. Pick one, Drysidle and McDavid. Oh, McDavid. I mean, yeah, you go with the generational talent. I mean, not not to take anything away from Drysidle, 
but you you got to go for McDavid if he's on the he's what he's like a year or two younger too than Drysaddle. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but think of like a Drysaddle, Panarin, Lafferty airline. That's we'd have to re. That would we'd be have to, we'd, sick. We'd have to re-sign Panarin at a fucking sweetheart deal. Panarin would have to say, "All right, I'll come back and play for four or five million a year." Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, just do it. Like you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, just just fucking do it, Artemi. Just fucking do it. The cap's going up. Get the bonus laden contract. Buy his apartment for him. Whatever they can figure it out. Um, so can we but, talk about like some of the good news, like, you know, yes. and not, not good news of, of, you know, per se, but silver linings is that Edmonton blowing up is good news, Dave. No, no. I'm just talking about the Rangers cap money that they're say, saving with, with Heedle and, and, um, and Fox, Fox. and Shesterkin and Shesterkin. Well, I mean, that's great. Cause you know, Kane's coming. No, any day. Yeah. Any day no, now. Kane's, Kane's coming, coming no, bro. No, I, I want to I want to see a Kane, Zibanejad, Drysaddle line. Oh God! <laughs> uh, no, but we're saving a lot of cap space. That's awesome, and we're playing well in spite of it all, which is nice. Um, and you know what I like to see is, you know, Trocheck killing it the past three games, stepping up to a second line center. You know. So you have the, we have the versatility. You know we want Hedl to be that second line center, but he does that. He's out. Trochuk steps up. What he's got three goals in two games, like three goals in three games, even, which is nice. Um, then I mean the Wheeler experiment paid off, I guess, for one of the goals in Minnesota, which we didn't really need at that point. Um. That's yeah. That was an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar goal. That's it. We oh yeah, he had an assist tonight, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, so he's got like four points in like five games. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but but what I am concerned about, I know not to poop on the silver lining is Capocaco. Like he got demoted a little bit. I'm not gonna call. Uh, I don't Do you, know. They're not calling it a demotion, and I, I'm not going to consider it a demotion because he's not what was wrong with that top line. No, he's not what was wrong with that top line, but you're not going to separate Zibanejad and Kreider because they're... And, that, and therein yes. lies the problem. There, therein yeah. lies the problem. Uh, well, who, who, who plays with Zibanejad? That's, the, that's what we have to solve, right? If it's not Kreider, who? Tough. I mean, it, 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 it's, yeah, it's, I like that. That's pretty good. Cooley's a beast. Cooley's a Banajad Kako. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Like, you, what price can you put on chemistry? The chemistry that Kreider and Zabanajad have had that's proven for the last, what, but five years? On the power play. On their the chemistry play. is on the power play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a five-on-five. Five, like, we spoke about it with last week, that the five-on-five five, oh, is not a big deal. It'll catch on. Now it's a big deal. And yeah, it's not catching on. It's not, it's you not know, catching on. Kako and Kako, Kako's getting punished for it. But the truth is, is that Kako would have about seven to ten more points than he does right now if Kreider or Zibanejad could put it in the back of the net 5v5. Is Hedl our number one center? No. Is that, is that, is, no. I don't think I mean, so. But I mean, is, who's, the, who's the problem? on? Is the problem on the first line Zibanejad and Kreider? Or is it Sabanajad, or is it? If we're saying it's not Kako, 
then what's the problem? It's just stale. What is it? I don't know. I think I think it's just stale. I think it's just stale. I think I think Zabanajad's struggling to get the puck in the back of the net 5v5. He's not finding his shot. I don't think there's anything Kreider does to help him find his shot. You know? Uh, yeah. Because Kreider's just that, parked in front of the net. I think that line needs a motor. I think that line needs a motor on it. Yeah, and Kako's uh, not a motor. He's a possession no. hog, but he's not a motor. Cooley would be good on that first line then. Yeah. Cooley so or the- like... Cooley or, you know, just fucking... Honestly, just... I don't know. Give Wheeler an apron and have him make hamburgers, and just call Othman up. Oh boy, you and Othman. I want to give him at least ten more games, please. I I would like that. I would like that a lot better than Cooley being on that line. To be honest, I mean, I think Othman has a higher ceiling than Cooley. I, I just want Othman to like not be rushed. That's my concern, but I don't disagree. Um. I don't know. I, what maybe Lafreniere gets bumped up to that line, right? He can. He's not fast, but he can. He he can get in the you know, him. You have Lafreniere and Kreider pushing the forecheck, and then Zibanejad can just float in the slot like he wants no, to. No, see, that's the thing. I don't. Even though I think Kako and Panarin are like built to play with each other. Uh, I I don't want to. I don't want to break up the insane chemistry that the second line has right now to the point where I think when Heedle comes back, Heedle's got to go to the third line. You think so? I don't think you take Trocek off that line until they start to slow down. They're just too good right now. I mean, uh, you you look at uh, Trocek's face-offs and he's been better obviously than last year. Um, But in the last three games, he's at like 60, 63% win, win percentage on face-offs. Right, and he's also like he's burying the puck. He's playing with yeah. a lot of confidence. So I, I think his down year last year has gotten to him. I think the revamp of the of the offensive system, well, defensively minded, that's that's uh, that's making more offense occur in the system of that Laviolette's put in place. I think it's it, it's quite evident, and 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 it sucks to to say that we should put Heedle back into the third line, but Chocek fucking earned it. And until yeah. until you know something happens, otherwise, uh, where 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 heel starts just fucking lighten it up, um, I think you, you're gonna have to you're gonna you, you're gonna have to go with Trotrek on, on as a number two, but with Heedle, is he gonna be able to to grind on that third line coming back? Is is he going to be you know healed enough to be put into that situation? You know, because or is it gonna be a setback? I don't know. That's a good question. That's. I mean, it really depends on what the injury is. We don't even know what the injury is, to be honest. Yeah. I'm afraid it's a concussion. We've heard nothing about it. Yeah. Which makes me more concerned about a concussion. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that makes the most sense because they're always. They, it seems like they're always a more hush hush when it comes to something that's you know neurological or you know or something like that. Yeah. You know, rather than like. You know, dislocated shoulder, right? Bruised hip or some shit like and, that. And, and if you watch the hit that kind of put him out of the game, it was a clean hit, upper body, and his head snapped back like pretty hard to the point where my headphones just came off demonstrating it. It, <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, he's already had a couple of them. Like he's prone for them, so it's and we it's, it's spooky. 
Yeah, I hope we don't have another Eric Lindros situation on our hands. I mean, that that's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, Can we get a report on how much uh, shrimp consumption Filipino? <laughs> you know what? I think maybe right if we did have a higher shrimp intake, it might help prevent some of that. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Like, he spent all that time working out his legs, but he didn't work out his neck. His neck, he still got that skinny guy neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and shrimp will do that. Shrimp will shrimp, shrimp beef that that neck up really good. Bro, you start hitting it's them well, fucking it's well, shrugs. It's well documented. It's well documented. That Yo, you hit the, you hit the shrugs. You hit the fucking squat rack. Uh, the squats with no fucking no uh no pad on the back. That's some that's some pussy shit. And just let let that nice steel bar rest across the back of your traps and shoulders, and just fucking you know boom two three plates. If you look at Dave from the shoulders up, he just looks like a thumb. So like, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> it's my gen- genetic makeup, I think, too. Hey, I'm just trying to like paint a picture for the listeners because you eat uh, like four pounds of shrimp a day. So I wish. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you think of John D. Rockefeller? Come on. <laughs> this guy- How are you not just constantly <laughs> shitting yourself? <laughs> He doesn't eat the cocktail sauce. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, that, that, that's unnecessary sugars. And right. and well, and you know, you, you eat it with the tail on. I mean, that that's roughage. That's gonna help what? push everything out. What? Yeah, bro. You don't do that. No, it's roughage. It's like the lettuce. tail, the yeah. shell. It's like corn. It doesn't get digested. Oh my goodness! It pushes it out. <laughs> I- that you're a fucking caveman. <laughs> I've known that Dave's eaten shrimp tails as long as I've known Dave, but now this whole new picture being painted. Dave's just wolfing down shrimp whole. You eat the legs? No, like oh, oh, all right. So only if it's like a if you have like a shrimp a shrimp boil or like you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, I'll you know the legs are on that. It's just too much work. You get your hands get all greasy. You can just... peel it. I, I mean, I peeled shrimp before. They suck. Like, like or like you know, we've gotten like omakase at like a you know a sushi place or something like that, and they have like the shrimp head on on the shrimp. I'll just pop, I'll fire that fucker down, man. Like you just the head. Yeah. With all the right, eyes, so the you... black eyes, the wee beady eyes, looking at you. So, so you're gonna you're gonna sit there and you're gonna tell me. That there are days where you consume in between forty and fifty shrimp tails. Yeah, like you go. Well, I mean, yeah, if they're the smaller shrimp, for sure, it's easy. But you know, jumbo shrimp, you're only maybe looking at like twenty five. This is how I know I'm like a pampered millennial. I buy the shrimp rings with the tails off. Oh fuck that! Yeah. It's it, it's it's like eating chicken with the bone on, man. Like it's it you don't eat the bone though. I mean, you crack it open, you suck the marrow out, right? You don't eat the bone, dude. Yeah, but the cartilage. That's what, that's what the shrimp tail is. It's the bone. It's their bone. Right, but it's so thin and delicate. It's it's like bonito flakes. I mean, when, when the shell, the shrimp shell is off and it's just the tail, fine. I, I, I've eaten it before. It's not a big deal. But I'm going to sit there and eat a shrimp ring's worth of tails. Yeah, you got to make sure. See, you're just consuming like raw protein. You want to make sure you have something to push it out. So you have, you need roughage. You need fiber. Fiber is undigestible. Let me ask you. Eat spinach then. Just eat spinach. (laughs) Do you know how much spinach I have to consume? 
So you're gonna you're gonna look me in the eyeballs and tell me that eating spinach is less practical than eating shrimp tails. Well, because it's already on there. I don't have to do anything else. It's, I'm a slave to convenience, too. I'll say this. Pound for pound, sh- uh, spinach is more expensive than shrimp. Yep. In terms of protein and roughage. And that shit spoils in like three days. You'd have to eat four family-sized bags of shrimp, I'm sorry, of spinach, to match one ring of shrimp. So that's you're like thirty. That's like thirty dollars versus twelve ninety-five. So, so, so you're telling me the concern, <laughs> the reason why, the reason why you're not incorporating greens <laughs> into your all sh- shrimp diet is shelf life. No, it's the expense. shelf life is it's, the concern. It's the expense, the shelf life, and the convenience of everything. That it, 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 it all, buy it all a head of lettuce. Dave can have that shrimp ring in his fridge for like three, four days, just chilling. You could buy, you could get a bag of frozen spinach that'll last you a month. But then you got to defrost that. So you that that talks about planning ahead. <laughs> so it's, it's it's cost, shelf life, and time. Yeah, this is, I believe Dave has a spreadsheet that he's not sharing. <laughs> My yeah, I wrote it down on loose leaf paper. That's that's a sp- based on the issues we had earlier before this record started. I believe that that is your spreadsheet. That's your Excel, a notebook, a spiral notebook. Um, okay, let's. All right, <laughs> I'm like, I'm really into the, this. Is we, we have to name the episode about shrimp today? Uh, speaking of shrimp. I, I've got a nickname for Trochek. I've been calling him Roach at home. Right. I like because he kind of plays like a roach. The name sounds like Roach. And I mentioned it earlier. He's got, you know, three goals in a couple games. He's playing great on the second line. You mentioned it, Brendan. Um, but again, I want to float the nickname, Roach. Is that a good nickname? Should we go with that? He kind of looks like a roachy guy. Yeah, he's he's got a roachy Roachek. vibe. Roach. I mean, it's in his name. It's it's literally you take out the, the first and the last letter. It's, it's Roach. His name's Roach. Roachek, bro. Bro, I, I mean, I'm just gonna call him Roach. I think we can we like adopt that as a nickname. Yeah, I, I, let's let let's patent that right now. Like, Roach. you heard it here first on this podcast on the 12th of November, 2023. Vinny Trochek's nickname is Roach, and going with the shrimp diet, shrimp is Roach at a C. So you know, a full, we're full circle now. <laughs> Makes Good sense. Grief. I hate this episode. I hate this. <laughs> this is probably actually, objectively speaking, one of the better ones. <laughs> uh, um, all right, Lafreniere. Can we finally put to bed everybody who was having a panic attack this offseason? Yeah, I think like La- Lafreniere haters eat a dick, right? He's arrived. Uh, he's got another point tonight. I think it's like what five games now. Yeah, he's an animal. Uh, you know, he's just turns out when you play more valuable minutes, good things happen. Uh, who would who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not not Gallant. Nope. Not not the the like the majority of the Rangers fan base that were calling for his head, calling him a bust. Yeah. Well, okay. We, we, we Rangers fans to... are. The... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. No, you, brother. You're just going to say. 
I was just going to say, you know, like, whatever. I mean, we know that Ranger fans are the fucking worst. So it's just like, I'm not even paying attention to that contingent anymore. Lafreniere is, he has arrived. Uh, he's playing the best hockey of his, of his young career. Uh, I think he's on pace for like 37 or 38 goals right now. Um, plus all the points, like all the assists, he will inevitably start to rack up playing with Panarin and Trocek. Uh, yeah, he's, he's here to stay. That's it. Not not to interrupt you, but Lindgren got hit in the corner pretty bad. He was shaken up. Um, mm-hmm. He's getting helped off the ice lightly. Um, Benito stepped in and beat the crap out of somebody for him. Lindgren's going to the locker room. So just wanted to give you that heads up. Game over. That, I mean, that was a solid hit. It was a clean hit. Yeah. Oh, he got – yeah, but he, he, got, he smacked his head pretty hard on the wall. Yeah. I mean – Clean, it, clean if not a little bit late. You think quiet room, or you think um, he got the wind knocked out of him? He's going. I mean, he definitely got the wind knocked out of him, but he's going to the quiet room anyway. His helmet was flying off and everything. Mm. Yeah. Um, but Benito did the right thing, stepped right in, and just like it was kind of a really tackle. But four on four for five minutes. It says on the app. What is it? Never mind. I don't know. Maybe I'm okay. Well, he kind of followed through with the elbow. It looked like. Uh, oh, we got a power play. play, a five minute power play. That's good. So they, I guess they I got, mean, it was clean. It was clean. It was. It was a, it was a clean hit. It was. It was we're clean. live. We, we're doing it live. Fuck it. Yeah, are Bill O'Reilly. It, are they calling it a five minute major? And now maybe they're going to review it. Um, he's. A, I. I can't. I don't have the audio on there. Otherwise, that would be awful for this episode. We'll, we'll find out later. We'll um, find out later. Yeah. So uh, one other thing I want to chat about. Uh, Louis Domingue, huh? Louis. Wow. Louis. I mean, what a game, wow. huh? What a game that was. You so know what? It, fuck, fuck anybody who it, says it, this it, team isn't for real. Wait, pause. It was five minutes for boarding, two minutes for roughing on Pitlick. Five minutes for boarding. That makes that was not a boring call. Pitlick was not involved at all. Benino came in to fight. Well, Benino well probably uh, got... I mean Benino. Uh, who, whoever tackled him, it was it was it was. Uh, oh, I said I was Benino. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Every time I refresh the app, it's like one team's got a power play, then it's a four and four, then the other team's got a power play, then it's four and four. They're still reviewing the call, so this is I'm, another whatever. review. Like I don't think it's a boarding, or, or the only thing I see is maybe because he was vulnerable. maybe an elbow, maybe an elbow. It, it, at from behind, it looks like an elbow. He just follows through from the chest. From the it, it's in the arm is in his chest. Now we got to follow through with it. Showing range of power play. Anyway, yeah, back to Louie. Uh, what a fucking game! What a fucking he, game! Fuck anybody who says this team isn't for real. Uh, he, you know, I mean, I've I, I can't think of a better example of next man up mentality. Than what this team has been doing. I mean, absolutely. They're just you, they're just finding ways to win every single night. And you know what? I think they're going to find a way to win tonight. Did you did you see Flurry uh, go up to Deming in in warmups? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so so was that the first first time two two uh, starting French goalies face off against each other or something like that? I there was something. No, like that, like, I, I think I think it's just more they they have that French Canadian connection. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely not the first time. I mean, maybe that. Maybe. Maybe. 
It could be. I don't. That would be very hard to believe. So, Ranger fans out there, get back to us. Uh, you know, no, Patrick Watt and Martin Brodeur, they face each other. Yeah. Done. Sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, speaking of goalies, let's. Can we stay with goalies for a second? Yeah, please. Because I want to talk about something real quick. I want to talk about us as Ranger fans. I want to talk about every one of us, like every single Ranger fan who's ever played hockey. So that's the three of us and then scores of other Ranger fans. There's one, there's two things we all have in common. One, we love the Rangers. Two, every single one of us as a little kid, like laid in our bed and closed our eyes and had the same exact fantasy of us playing on garden ice, the crowd cheering our name. And that shit happened. For Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Like that shit actually happened for Jonathan Quick last week. And that's fucking awesome. That's so fucking awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I, I when I started hearing those cheers, like everything you just said was like rushing through my head. I'm like, this is nuts. Like this guy's living his he's dream living right now. He's living all of our dreams. Yeah. You not be a New Yorker and not love Jonathan Quick. You have to be. You have to. I'm sorry. How could could you be a New Yorker, a Rangers fan, and not love the Jonathan Quick story right Look, now? I I get it. I get it. It's hard to root for a guy who stood on his head and beat us in the Stanley Cup Finals, but like. You gotta, you gotta put it aside. You gotta put it aside. You gotta put it aside. He's a ranger now. By the way, we've got a five on three power play, it looks like. For for a minute nine, yeah. Yeah. Um he, <laughs> if we don't if we don't score on this game over. Um I don't know. I'm all over the place when it comes to this game. You said they were gonna lose, it's in the it's wrapped I just up and then fucking th- hate 30 seconds or you said, Oh, I think they're gonna win this game, and now it's so you guys gotta come out to Cleveland and we make the, 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 the 45 minute trip down to Columbus for one of these games. Oh, I was already I was already talking to Sandra about that. I was like I was like, put it on the calendar next season. I'm like Dave is going to stay at the house and then we are gonna get in the car, drive to drive. To Cleveland, pick Carlo up, and go to a game in Columbus. A lot, it, it's a short drive, so it's a lot of fun. I'm telling you, Columbus is actually a really great city, great building. It's it's a good vibe there, and you know, as Ranger fans, they're not going to like hate our guts. Yo, it's only forty five minutes to drive Seems to Columbus. Like to Columbus? No, it's like it's like forty five minutes, maybe an hour fifteen if you hit traffic, which you can hit because it's the capital. Damn, dude! Mm-hmm. Like it takes me like an hour and a half to sometimes I get to the Garden from Staten Island. Okay, good. I'm not what you were saying. <laughs> Fucking insane. Yeah. Leave New York. That's nuts, Dave. Yeah, it takes me, like, if it takes you an hour and a half to get to the garden, it takes me just under double that to get to Seattle to watch a game Jesus. from Portland. Well, actually, you know, uh, you know, 45 minutes, okay, I'll say an hour 15 is is honestly, like, a, the clip. It's not bad. And it's, it's all highway. All. It's all highway. Yeah, so next season, we'll come and pick you up, and we'll go to Columbus. And it's a great building. Mm-hmm. It's a great crowd. And the city, there's a Buca de Beppo right outside hey. the stadium. Oh, boy. Buca de Beppo. Hey, we yeah. get some unlimited noodles. <laughs> I mean, Car- Carlos' taste buds have definitely adjusted to the Cleveland uh, 
the Cleveland food scene. I won't say adjusted. I'll say adapted. Adapted is, yeah, probably um, a more appropriate term. Yeah, I feel uh, that. That's like felt. Like, Buca de Beppo is... Okay. Like Buca de Beppo. It's, 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 <laughs> I don't it's, like it. My kids like it. It's, it's, it's such it's a ridiculous name. You know what it means? Buca de Beppo is my friend's basement. The whole idea is that you go into your friend's basement where his grandma cooked a bunch of meatballs yeah. all day. For those of you who are listening who are not Italian or Italian American, uh, we, uh, we, <laughs> what are you listening for? <laughs> we exist in our basements. Uh, in the whole house. house. Well, because traditionally, the, the, you know, you'd have the kitchen upstairs and everything, but you would have uh, the, re- the uh, real kitchen. Yeah, the real kitchen the real in the kitchens basement, in the basement. Where the grandmas make the meatballs, the chicken palm, anything that, especially a, a in the dining summer. room table full of ravioli. Yeah, yeah, especially in the summer to keep the rest of the house nice and cool. You you heat up the basement, you do all the cooking down there, and you bring everything upstairs. Yeah, we weren't allowed to go upstairs in my grandparents' house. My grandfather would go up there to get away from us, and we would try to go up. Like at the top of the stairs was their kitchen, like their first floor kitchen. It was super dark with the lights off. And my aunts would be like, "Oh, there's a there there are ghosts in that in the kitchen that'll fucking like get you if you try to go up there." So yeah, they would just traumatize us. We we have a friend who has a kitchen in the basement. They're very Italian. I'm not gonna name names, but they're very Italian. But the kitchen in the basement is just for show. No one you they actually use the regular kitchen, and the oh. they they install the kitchen base a basement kitchen. Just to have it for like this isn't this is in Cleveland. No, this is in no. We the three of us have this friend. This is in Staten Island. Oh. <laughs> Very strange. You got to tell me off air because I have no idea right now. Yeah, I'll tell you guys off air. Okay, okay. I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. <laughs> Not you, John Baruso. You got ghosts. He's got legit ghosts in his house. Well, he actually does have ghosts in the yeah. kitchen. <laughs> he, he has to use the basement kitchen because the ghosts, the ghosts don't go in the basement in his house. <laughs> so yeah, back to Jonathan Quick. Uh, yeah, I agree. With, I I agree with you, Carlo. Um, how could you not root for this guy at this point? Uh, he's he's living his dream. Like anyone who's like. First of all, when we first signed him, anyone who was like, oh, he beat us for the cup, it's like that is WWF mentality. Like, come on. Yeah. We're all professionals, all, all of us. We get, we get how it goes, right? So it was also a decade ago. God, please. Ugh. Almost, almost. Um, but yeah, it's like- It was exactly 10 seasons ago. But not yep. quite a decade. Um, we still have a few months. Uh, but yeah, it's like anyone who's opposed to the signing because he beat us is you're your baby. Grow up. The legitimate concerns of like, oh, maybe he's not that good. Well, obviously, we've seen what Benoit Lair could do. Yeah. Like he's turned quick into a very, very big hit, very, very suitable backup goalie. Louis Domingue is actually a pretty damn good goalie on his own right. Like, I, he has, I don't know how much time he's had with Alaire, probably very little. But he showed flashes of that when he was in Pittsburgh. I mean, he almost beat us in that series. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, he's a good goalie. He just needs, he just needs minutes. 
like what Lafreniere, like can you see when you when you put people in 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 the spot to be successful, they you know they 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 take the success, they 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 earn that shit, or or they completely shit the bed like uh, other people on this team, uh, not not this team, but team that we've had in the past. All right, um, I'm out of topics, guys, so we can just watch the rest of this game, or we can wrap it up. Yeah. You, I'll let you guys decide. So I want to I want to ask you guys one thing. I, I saw this on Twitter, and then we could wrap it up after this. Uh, I saw this on Twitter, and I thought it was pretty interesting, and I would like to hear your take on it. It's they were asking people to rate the last five Ranger coaches, one through five, and here was here's what I here was here was was mine. Mine was. A head and shoulders number one, Totorella. Then Elaine Vigneault. Then in the third spot was Laviolette with the caveat that if things keep going in this direction, he will soon eclipse Vigneault and then maybe eclipse Totorello. Fourth is David Quinn. And then fifth is Gerard Gallant. I, uh, I, I somewhat agree with with the entirety of that list um like you said i love lobs would be in the third spot because he's not you know we haven't seen enough yet we haven't seen the proof but i um i would swap av and torts i would put av in the one spot over torts really i think, really? I think torts did more with less i think i think av did have a more talented group of people well well that that's you really you are really like underselling elaine vigneault was the head coach of maybe the best ranger team ever the 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 thing that that (laughs) that drops it for uh for torts to me is the bodies that he ruined with his style of play yeah dan girardi yeah, Girardi is one of the Tor- Torello literally lifted Dan Girardi out of the muck <laughs> and put him in front of a puck. Yeah. And that was he's the reason Dan Girardi has a career. He really is. He's the reason like <laughs> he, he's the reason Dan Girardi has a career. He's the reason Mike Rupp has a career. He's the you know, he's the reason why Brandon Prust has a career. He's the reason why a lot of those guys had a career. If we're being honest. I mean I, I'm not. I, I don't dislike AV. I I see. All right, Dave. What's your do your ranking, and then I want to get into mine. Oh, I, I I thought I just said it. So you know, oh, okay. AV, AV torts lobs with the caveat of if you know if it, he keeps going on the trajectory, he's going to surpass both of them, and then uh, Quinn Gallant. Okay, I, I my, my list is torts. I'm a torts guy, through and through. I'm never going to pick the change that ever. Totally, dude. Totally, that's good. I like that. Um, then already, Laviolette. Like, I mean, I I like what he's doing. He's he's good. Uh, it, the, just, fa- the family day, the family day yesterday. Oh my god, tear in my eye. God, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking face painting. Come on, the kids on the ice. They do, what do they paint on their face? Skate blades oh, and fairies. It's and... like Wu Tang, bro. It's for the children. Exactly. Bro, there was a there was a picture of Laviolette showing somebody's kid how to tape a stick. I mean that's oh, that's awesome. Come on. All right. So number three, AV. 
Because, again, AV had, he inherited the greatest roster ever assembled by, and coached by Torts. But AV is essentially Gallant with better luck because he gets better rosters. Um, not to discredit his time at Vancouver, that was different, uh, but I was also a very different team. Then I'll go Quinn, and then I'll put Gallant last because, I, you know, with all the news coming out, he just did nothing. He seems like he just did absolutely nothing. Yeah, and that's that was my take. Like, is you know, is Gerard Gallant a better NHL level coach than David Quinn? Probably, but like they both were hired to do a job. They were very different jobs, and at least for better or worse, David Quinn did his job, mm-hmm. and Gallant just did nothing. So I mean, I mean he let. I mean that first season of his success was great did Gallant have anything to do with that or did he just no. let everyone off the leash no he just let everybody off the leash that's so what it seems like. so but that but that's the thing like that core which is the rangers we're talking about now like that talent just on talent alone just on fucking around on the ice can go as far as go- they went that season now you have a real coach this is what i'm so pumped about the laviolette rangers and you want to know something? If we, if the Laviolette Rangers lose tonight, uh, the Laviolette Rangers are going to be bag skating this entire week off, and they're going to beat the hell out of the Devils on Saturday. Oh, I cannot wait for that game because it, it was eleven minutes left. It looks like they're going. To, oh, true. Again, that nice hit. It looks like the Rangers are not doing anything here. So. Not for a lack of trying, but okay, here we go. Almost a breakaway. They the Rangers stink. They suck. <laughs> this team sucks. They're so I'm bad. I'm watching this team play against the fucking Columbus Blue Jackets. Their fucking mascot is a giant bee. And they suck. But you know, this is <laughs> this is reminiscent of the first Blue Jackets game. I mean, look, the Rangers have 34 shots on goal. You know, yeah. they're like it's just for some reason, this fucking team, they can't beat this team. I don't get it. Not for nothing, that first period is what killed them. And we were talking before the show, Brendan. The first period was so boring. There was one shot on goal per side 12 minutes in. It was just a flat, boring game. It opened up a little bit, but the Rangers should have capitalized during that yeah. during that spell. And they didn't. I hope everybody enjoys this podcast and what a roller coaster of emotions it's it is. It's a good one. It's a good but one, I think. This to is be honest, real... I think it encap it perfectly encapsulates what it is to be a Ranger fan. The passion, the the peaks and valleys that we have just through the duration, not even just a game, but of a period. Yeah. This has been this a real a... it's been a real wild hour. I'm podcasting. I mean, we're still at when it might be just about an hour. That's pretty good time for us just going. That's pretty good. We spent just, one. We spent 20 minutes talking about hockey. 35 <laughs> minutes talking about fucking shrimp. <laughs> Do you understand this? Yeah. Rough well, day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> are you going to do it or am I going to do it? I'll do it. No. That's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Remember, visit our website, rangerthingspodcast.com. Subscribe so eventually we can solicit you for money so Dave can buy shrimp. Follow us on Twitter and all the other social accounts. Uh, just search Ranger Things. Send us an email, contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. For 
David Pacheco. Good night, my little roach heads. Brendan Lyons. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't even. My little roach heads. What the fuck? I thought I thought we're trying to patent this. Uh, Trochek oh, yeah. the Rochek, bro. Well, roach heads is not the way to go. I don't think. I think we got to figure out my roach clips. There's something there. I'm Carl Montanino. See you all next week. Thank you. Eat your shrimp. Well, I wanna be under your I wanna be under your